Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up, all we have is a description and 30 years passing. You could imagine that person's changed a lot. And who knows where this person may be. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. Christopher Palmer still remembers that smile, that red dress worn by his second-grade classmate, Jennifer Sue Delgado. She was murdered June 6, 1988. It was tragic in the sense that she was so young, and it was for no reason at all that we know of. And she lived right across the street from the laundromat. It's been 33 years since eight-year-old Jennifer Sue Delgado was killed after walking with her mother to a laundromat across the street from their San Antonio home. Eight-year-old Jennifer Sue Delgado was stabbed to death while helping her mother at a laundromat in San Antonio. Jennifer's case remains unsolved, but one of her second-grade classmates has been trying to make sure it's not forgotten. The memorial, for me, brings a sense of closure. We can't have justice in terms of finding the killer. This ensures a way that she's never forgotten. Zach Briggs is a reporter with Ken's Five in San Antonio, Texas. Zach, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Zach, you've been reporting on a memorial created to honor a little girl named Jennifer Sue Delgado. Before we talk about her case, what can you tell me about Jennifer? Well, from talking from one of her former classmates, you know, Jennifer Sue Delgado, eight years old, was this bright uh, light in the world. She had a, a beautiful smile and often wore this red Mexican-style dress to class. Uh, Christopher Palmer is the classmate that I've been talking with for the past year, and he's been instrumental in uh, bringing her story to light. We're talking about a cold case, a heartbreaking cold case that's been without justice, that's been without any answers for those who knew her, her family. Uh, So police, at last check, uh, they've exhausted all their leads and a killer has not been found. So the efforts to bring to light Jennifer Sue Delgado's case and ensure that people don't forget is paramount at this time. Now, I know you didn't cover her case back in the 1980s, but can I have you take us through what happened on that June evening in 1988? Yeah, it was the evening of June 6, 1988. Uh, Jennifer and her mother, 25 at the time, were at a laundromat across the street from where they lived. This is on the the west side of town in San Antonio. And the evening hours, uh, doing the run of the mill laundry. And suddenly a man comes in for a can of pop, inserts the the coins in the, the vending machine. And for whatever reason, the machine malfunctions and doesn't give the, uh, dispense the can of pop. And 
According to police, an unknown reason, the man proceeds to stab Jennifer once in the abdomen and then proceeds to stab uh, Jennifer's mother. And at that point, police say Jennifer ran across the street and fell in uh, her front yard. That's where she eventually uh, passed away. And her mother did survive this. Uh, I've yet to speak with the mother, but you know, Christopher Palmer, uh, former classmate, has been the person I've been in contact uh, for the majority of uh, my time covering um, this case. How you know terrifying to be feet from your house and you're minding your own business and someone comes in and just for some unknown reason pulls out a knife and stabs you or your child. It's, it's, it's so hard to imagine. So absolutely tragic. Uh, as for the, the killer, there's been sketchings uh, of a man perhaps in his late teens to, to early 20s. He was, according to police, taken away in a, a getaway vehicle. So ever since the murder of Jennifer Sue Delgado on June 6, 1988, the police have done everything they, they can, you know, following on numerous tips, and it's resulted in nothing, uh, sad to say. Uh, but then that's when people like Christopher Palmer, one of Jennifer's classmates, comes into play. Now, for decades, he's been holding reunions in Jennifer's name, and most recently, he's been trying to erect this street memorial, have it designated in Jennifer's name. Now, Christopher admittedly says he wasn't too close with Jennifer, but he certainly does remember that smile and that, that red Mexican-style dress, as I mentioned. It still sticks with him to this day and it's what really keeps him driving to ensure that Jennifer's story is still talked about. And the community support has been immense, raising thousands of dollars for the application fee to submit to the city of San Antonio. And last week, this street designation um, application, it was approved by the city council and the next steps will be you know, to get it erected. And it sounds like this is something he's been working on for some time. This isn't something that, that happened overnight. Absolutely. Since the first reunion, 20 years after the murder of Jennifer Sudelgado, it's been something that he's been wanting to do in some fashion, a memorial of some sort. And while we can't have justice for Jennifer in the traditional sense at this time with you know, capturing the killer, bringing the person to justice. For Christopher, at least, he says that it will bring him a sense of closure, some peace of mind to make sure that her story, as I've been emphasizing, she's not forgotten. And that's how he put it in one of my recent stories um, when he heard the news of the city council approving the, the street designation. We're one step closer to getting that designation um, erected. It's a big sigh of relief, not just you know for me and everything I've gone through to try and get this going for the past year, but just something, you know, we're over that hurdle and now something can be done to, to have a permanent memorial for Jennifer. 
I imagine in addition to memorializing Jennifer Sue Delgado, the hope with this new memorial has to be that it might bring us one step closer to calling her case solved. Have there been any updates on the investigation from San Antonio police? Very slim details. The day I did that story when the city council approved the street designation, San Antonio police, they emailed back saying that we've exhausted all our leads, but they do advise people that do have information, any tips that could be of use to find whoever killed Jennifer, whoever attacked her mother over three decades ago, you know, the call San Antonio police. But unfortunately, at this time, we do not have a lot of information as to the leads that they've exhausted exactly. Something you mentioned I wanted to go back to, you said there was possibly a getaway driver. Does that mean police think there could be more than one person involved here? Yes, there was a mention of a getaway driver in this case. So we're talking about potentially two suspects, the attacker, then the person that drove the the suspect away um, after the laundromat incident. So there has been a sketch of the suspect uh, teens, early 20s. We don't know a lot um, exactly of who this person might be. Names have not been floating around. All we have is a description. And 30 years passing, you could imagine that person's changed a lot. And who knows where this person may be. And of course, this happened in a public setting. This was at a laundromat. You never know if there there could be other witnesses who, for whatever reason, have never come forward. And what we always hear with cold cases like this is someone somewhere knows something. Absolutely. That's one of the big messages that San Antonio police have been echoing, whether it pertains to Jennifer Delgado's murder or any other case that has remained unsolved. To come out with details, if you were there at the time of the incident on June 6, 1988, to come out and reach out with police. You can remain anonymous if you wish. At this point, the the journey for justice is not over uh, for Jennifer and her family. And for now, this new memorial will be reminding folks in San Antonio of Jennifer Sue Delgado's story. Before I let you go, I'll mention that anyone with information is urged to call San Antonio Police Department's homicide unit at 210-207-7635. Zach Briggs with Ken's Five, thanks for sharing the story. Thank you. And thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Crime. We're right here with a new one every day of the week, Monday through Friday. So make sure you're subscribed to or following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. If you're looking for more podcasts, you can head over to vaultstudios.com for a full list of our shows that includes our newest podcast, Killer Cases, available now. That'll do for this one. Until next time, for Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. <laughs>